And good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, live streaming on our Facebook page for the Whitfield Report. That's facebook.com slash Whitfield Report. There's also a good chance some of you are uh, watching this on YouTube in the archive uh, later on. And if that is the case, I recommend that you go like our page, The Whitfield Report on Facebook. You can also watch this on American Watchmen's Facebook page. I'll be posting that in a bit here. And um, soon I will also be going uh, over some news as well. For right now, though, I'm just uh, clearing out some tabs, so bear with me. We're going to be covering a few stories uh, today. I I don't want to go too much over the uh, shooting that happened in Florida. I kind of went over that um, on my other podcast, my anchor podcast, the Whitfield Rundown, which you can listen to on Anchor, and you can subscribe to that on iTunes. The audio version of this podcast will, of course, be available over on uh, tapewrite.com as well. Follow me on Twitter at SamDBert underscore NDC, as some of you can maybe see here on the bottom of the screen. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on Twitter. Uh, They seem to be purging more and more conservatives each and every day. In fact, uh, I saw earlier this morning, I guess, uh, they haven't gotten rid of her yet, but they uh, severely limited uh, Laura Loomer's uh, Twitter account access. And... uh, you know that's a that's a shame in my in my opinion because uh, Laura is great and uh, she's a fantastic journalist. I'm hoping to get her on the podcast at some point. We were supposed to. Uh, I was going to have her on about a year ago uh, around this time, and then that was around the time she got uh, super super popular. And uh, she became swamped. So go figure. Um, Anyway, though, in relation to the fact that her Twitter account um, is limited, that's a a bad uh, thing because Twitter is mainly what uh, journalists and social commentators like myself uh, use as a social platform. Uh, to spread information and spread our commentary. But nevertheless, uh, Facebook, with its liberal biases, limiting us more and more each day, which is a shame, but that's just the way things go sometimes, I guess. Uh, So 
with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, there's no telling when I'll be off uh, Twitter. I don't think I'll be off there anytime soon, but you never know. Uh, so I've started posting uh, on uh, the social networking platform called uh, Gab. Now, most people in the conservative uh, media sphere will already know uh, what Gab is, but for those of you who don't know, it's a it's an alternative to Twitter, basically where anyone can go and uh, post content. They really don't restrict your limits on uh, free speech whatsoever, which uh, means that sometimes you'll run into some people who are, um, shall we say, less than uh, moral and sometimes have really repulsive thoughts but as long as they're not doing anything illegal. Uh, Gab pretty much allows them to have a platform as well. So it's basically free speech for all. Um, and there are some features to mute users um, if they get uh, too repulsive, which you can do. But long story short, it's, I'm really liking the platform. I wish they had a mobile um, app. For iOS, they have one on Android, but for some reason the App Store rejected their app, so that's a shame. Uh, with that shameless plug, you can find me on Gav um, at Sam Whitfield, and as you can see, I'm a verified user. That's another thing. Uh, I've been I've been on uh, Twitter for about five six years now. And uh, almost in the entire time I've been on Twitter, I've applied for verification, never got it. Um, they say you need like 3,000 users or whatever to get a minimum of verification. And I've never had the, uh, I've, always, I've always thought that the verification rules of Twitter are a little bit stupid. Like if you can prove who you are, you should be verified. Um, Apparently, the people at Gab thought so, too. So I do have a verified profile in Gab. And as you can see, I do have a few posts on there since I've signed up. Uh, but anyway, you, you can find me on Gab uh, going over there. I do have premium content over there as well. So uh, if you're not already following me on Gab, please do so. Again, that's pretty simple. Follow me there at Samlet Field. And uh, yeah, it should be pretty straightforward to use. All right. Uh, and also, you can check out my main webpage, thesamletfield.com. And uh, I just posted about 30 minutes ago uh, my latest book review, which is uh, Killing England by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard. I actually read that for a uh, class I'm taking in college this semester. But uh, nevertheless, it's always good. It's a really good book. I have the audiobook version. Uh, so I recommend going and uh, reading that. I think you guys will really enjoy it. And uh, if you want to, learn more about the uh, book, then read my review.
All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, um, let's get on some news then, shall we? Uh, I'm going to head on over to the uh, Drudge Report. The one thing I've noticed, um, I do want to talk about some cultural stuff today. Uh, most notably, the Black Panther movie and... Uh, I found an interesting uh, article via Drudge from the uh, Washington Times, and uh, I'll tell you folks, the more and more we dive into the, the more and more the left goes into social justice, the weirder it gets. So let me read for you this uh, article from the Washington Times. Black Panther, packed with action, diversity, but no gay people. Hmm. Now that's a uh, that's a weird thing to kind of be. Uh, complaining about, but oh well. Uh, they're making a big deal about this. Marvel Studios' Black Panther is being hailed as one of the most diverse superhero movies in Hollywood history. Well, that's not true. Most of the... Uh, I have not seen Black Panther yet, uh, for the record, but from what I understand, it's mostly a, uh, a black... Uh, Centric movie. Nothing wrong with that, but I don't think that there's very much diversity in Black Panther at all, at least not from what I'm seeing. Uh, Marvel Studios' Black Panther is being hailed as the most diverse superhero movie in Hollywood history, but it's not diverse enough for some progressives who will want to know where are all the gay characters. The latest comic book to film ad adaptation checked off a number of identity boxes with, with its almost exclusively black cast and cohort of strong female characters. But, film, but filmmakers ditched a lesbian romance subplot from the original comic books, prompting an outcry from the LGBT community. Actress Florence Kosamba I think I got that name right, so good for me. Stoked the flames of outrage when she revealed the scenes of lesbian flirtation filmed during production were left on the cutting room floor. The final result that we've seen, quote, the, the final result that we've seen, there were a few scenes that had been cut out, Miss Kusama told Walter. Different scenes also. They didn't make it into the movie for certain reasons, that, and at this point, I had to say what the reason is, I cannot tell you because nobody told me about whether it's in or not. LGBT act advocates had every reason to hope that Black Panther would be the first Marvel Studios film to feature an, an openly gay character. LGBT, the comic book series is written by Tanashi Coates, a national 
correspondent for the for the Atlantic and a prominent commentator on race. Mr. Coates tapped feminist writers Roxanne Gay and Yona Harvey to create a, a spin-off comic book series, World of Wakanda, that follows around two members of the uh, Dora Milaje, the fictional African nation's all-female special forces unit. Okay, now, yeah, now we're getting into deep SJW t- territory with the, uh, you know, special forces military being all-female. But, uh, you know, we're still not virtue signaling enough, I guess. Uh the main characters in World of Wakanda, Io and Aneka, are also in a relationship. Although, are in a lesbian relationship. Although Aneka is not in the movie, rumors of a lesbian romance spread when Vanity Fair re- reportedly seeing the rough cut of a scene featuring another female uh, warrior, Okay, I looking flirtatiously into Ao's eyes. Marvel Studios quickly shot down the rumors, saying that the nature of Ao and Okae is not romantic. When asked about the deleted scene, screenwriter Joe Robert Cole said that there were talks, including a gay love story in the movie, but those plans did not pan out. I think the short answer is yes, Mr. Cole told Screen Crush. I know that there were quite a few conversations around different things, different directions with different characters and characters that we may have. We thought, well, maybe we'll work it in the way of an arc that it could work with an arc. This led to accusations from the gay rights community of LGBT Roger, the advocate of popular LGBT magazine Panned Mr. Cole's explanation for for cutting this scene as vague. There there are very few LGBTQ characters in past Marvel films. Oh oh no, I'm sorry. The very few LGBTQ characters in past Marvel films have been either closeted or unmentioned, the magazine says in a video titled. What about LGBTQ representation in Black Panther? It seems Black Panther won't be breaking the mode. Writing at Gizmodo, Charles Paula Moore argued there was room in the film for a romantic lesbian subplot. A romance between Okia and Ao is the sort of thing that could have been included in Black Panther with something as simple as a longing look and a bit of a floating kiss. Oh, uh, Christian Toto, a film critic who runs the Hollywood in Toto blog, also a friend of mine via Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. 
said Marvel Studio tends to shy away from romance, heterosexual or homosexual. It's not just a main component of the story, said Mr. Toto, who contributes articles to the Washington Times. And also, with a movie like Black Panther, you have to do so much. You have to establish the world, the villain, the motivation. What is Wakanda? There are so many things that are competing for screen time. Peter, Peter Wood, president of the National Association of Scholars, said praising or criticizing art uh, or the showcases certain identities is to have an impoverished understanding of art. To look upon art as primarily a means of expressing social complaint is to summon an art that isn't impoverished because it is, it, it is putting ideological concerns ahead of any aesthetic vision, said Mr. Wood. I can understand that some may say that their aesthetic vision is a matter of group identity. I would lament that. Is a very clear impoverished way of viewing both identity and art. Despite its lack of LGBT rep representation, Mr. Toto said, it's hard to imagine a superhero movie geared more towards social justice. You just can't deal with the hard left, he said. Okay, folks, so as I said before, I have not seen Black Panther. But I do want to bring something up because I believe that this would be the perfect time to uh, bring up Black Panther. Okay. Um, honestly, folks, I really don't understand uh, why there's such a big deal being made about the fact that there are no LGBT characters in Black Panther, okay? As I, as Mr. Toto said, it, it really shouldn't matter. And this, this is the one thing that really bothered me about uh, the Black Panther phenomenon. Uh, leading up to this movie, we had a whole bunch of people on both the hard left and on the hard right freaking out about this movie. The, those on the hard left were saying that only black people should be allowed to watch this film in the theater. That white people should just skip the theaters completely and that this was the, the time for African-Americans to exclusively enjoy this film. On the hard right, on the alt-right, uh, you have uh, Richard Spencer-like individuals. I'm not sure that Richard Spencer himself has said anything about this movie, but uh, I know that some people who share his ilk thought that this was a uh, anti-white uh, black colonial movie 
or something crazy like that. And this is the problem with most movies in 2018. And we, we've seen this trend in pop culture for really the last eight to 10 years almost. But everything has become political now. Have you noticed that? Everything has literally become politicized. Whether it be movies like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or comic books or um, or even the NFL. Um, hi, Zach, hi, Zach Angel. Thank you for joining the live stream. We're actually talking about uh, Black Panther today. Um, whether it's the NFL or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or whatever. Everything seems to be politicized these days. And it's getting really annoying somewhat because there's no reason for people to be freaking out about this movie. As I said at the beginning of the show, I have not seen it yet. I'm, I'm probably going to see it this weekend or in the next few weeks. But I, remem I remember you used, you used to be able to go to a movie and just enjoy it without all social media making a big deal about the identity politics of something. And now that seems to be what the hard left is obsessed with is identity identity politics. From what Zach's told me and from what other people on Facebook have said, uh, Black Panther was a pretty good movie. Um, other people I know on YouTube have said that it's only an okay movie. That it's not really deserving of the uh, 100% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes, or uh, I, I think it's at 99% now. Uh, and that's the other thing. Apparently, Rotten Tomatoes is now trying to purge uh, negative reviews of uh, Black Panther from their website. I, I've heard that from a few people. I, I, um, I'm not really sure if that's the way um, Rotten Tomatoes works. I know quite a bit about film, and from my understanding, um, Rotten Tomatoes focuses primarily, it, it's more like an aggregate, just like Drudge Report is, kind of averages out the uh, reviews to create, to create a score, and it's mostly from official publications. Um, but I'm not sure if the uh, purging thing is true or not that they're purging reviews. Um, maybe one of you could 
tweet at me or email me or let me know about that. But regardless, it's just a movie, ladies and gentlemen. And why so many people on both sides of the, of the political aisle are getting so riled up about it, I, I don't understand. Um, at the same time, I really wish that not everything coming out of Marvel needed to be centered on uh, identity politics. I, I do agree with some people that Marvel and Disney, especially with Star Wars, has really started to focus on the uh, on the SJW identity politics front. Um, I liked The Last Jedi, actually, going on to an, another movie, and I, I was one of the few people that did. Uh, but the one thing I will say is the fact that they had to shove uh, Laura Dern in there really uh no one i know likes Dor laura dern my uh my dad and i went and saw i saw the la the last jedi twice uh the first time was with my mom uh second time was when i was in denver for christmas and my dad and i went and um my dad and i we don't always agree politically well when it comes to things but we mostly like the same movies uh the one thing he did say, though, is, oh, God, uh, Lord Dern's in this one. She pops up on screen. And the fact, um, I guess some people are saying that there was a hint of a lesbian relationship between um, her and Leia. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I don't think it was, uh, since we all know, since anyone and their right mind should know that Han and I were were in a relationship, but regardless, um, again, that's maybe people seeing things through through the prism of identity politics. All right, so that's my uh, little rant for today on uh, social justice in movies, um, and really, I I wanted to do this uh, stream mainly to test out the uh, feature of my new live streaming software on my uh, computer. Pretty soon I'm going to be doing uh, live interviews for this uh, podcast, and I'm, I'm going to be making the streaming times more regular. So thank you guys for uh, watching live. If you did, Zach, thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, for those of you who are watching this on the archive, uh, thank you for watching this later on. And for those of you watching on American Watchmen, thank you as well. And for those of you downloading the podcast, I really appreciate it. Uh, for now, this is Sam Whitfield signing off from NGC Studios, uh, one of the sub-commands we have here. And... Uh, God bless and God save the singers. Have a great day, guys.